0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Ray's Rants. It's been a hot minute. Um, Life kind of got in the way, and I've kind of put the podcast on the back burner. But I, you know, within the past, like, two years, I've been working really hard on myself and figuring out how to be the best version of myself. So, yeah, that's been great. Um, Little recap for you. I graduated college started working full-time, and then I got engaged, and I bought a house. So, yeah, pretty awesome things. Um, not quite sure what the future holds for me right now. Don't really have a game plan, just a general idea of where I might want to, you know, go in life, but that's okay. I'm. Um, it's a lot for me to kind of just take a step back and, you know, just let things be, but we're rolling with it <laughs> um you know my most recent change in life is that i started going to therapy and i had forgotten how like passionate i was not only about you know animal health and you know supporting women and advocating for agriculture but also uh psychology so whenever i started going to therapy it started bringing back all these things of oh yeah this is why i was so interested in behavior so, I on this intro episode, I wanted, you know, the, my welcome back episode, I guess. I was going to talk to you guys a little bit about some things in therapy that have helped me. And again, this podcast is literally just a way for me to get my thoughts out in the open. Um, if it helps someone, great. Like, that's the biggest goal here is that someone finds this and hears what they need to hear. And then, if it doesn't, it doesn't, you know? it's We're just living for it. We're here for it. So... Um, a little rundown of what I've been learning in therapy. Um, and before I even start this, if you guys are interested in therapy, go for it. It's amazing. I love it. You cannot praise it enough. Um, but if you aren't ready to take the step to go into therapy yet because I know that that's a big block for some people, uh you can actually go on Spotify and look up this uh like Therapy Thoughts is this podcast that I found. Uh, by Tiffany Rowe, and I love it. It's awesome. It has a lot of helpful information, Um, and if you don't like that podcast, that's cool. There's so many other podcasts out there that can kind of help talk you through things and help you understand behaviors and why you think the way that you do or why someone else thinks the way that they do or acts the way they do, which is really cool. So back to therapy. Um, My first session in, we kind of talked about how, like, I have never really processed grief, which i you know, figured that out along the way, um, and it's fine, you know, whenever you think of the word grief, you think more so of death, and grief isn't just that, it also pertains to changes in your life, or losses in general, so yeah, there, grief is a very umbrella term for all of those things, so it's nice to be able to categorize a lot of different experiences and a lot of change into grief and then understand how to process it and then validating those emotions being like it's okay to feel this way we're gonna feel it you know we're gonna get through work through it and then we're gonna just let it go so there was that I also with the grief thing um you know with it not just being death but change and loss i learned that it's basically like, you know, something, someone leaves like a hole in your heart. And you can't ever fill that hole. You know, you, people can't be replaced and all of that jazz. So you're basically just trying to build a bridge over that um, and understand your feelings and understand why you feel certain ways because it's not just those seven st- uh, stages. It's this whole basically ball of twine they have to unravel in each um strand is basically a different emotion that you have to confront and figure out so that was pretty cool learning about that I enjoyed that a lot due to the fact that I kind of just avoided grief went numb and then moved on but I wasn't really moving on I was just avoiding it and I was stuck in the avoidance stage instead of confronting it and dealing with it so definitely uh, helpful there See, what else did we talk about? We talked about how uh, codependency doesn't just mean that you're dependent on one person. It means that you can be very independent, but you have a tendency to be like the codependency caretaker, caregiver, whatever, and you feel responsible for other people's emotions, or you get high anxiety and stress around other people's emotions. Um, so that was a big one for me. <laughs> I definitely have that issue you know i didn't tick all the boxes for a caregiving um codependent but i definitely ticked a few and i was like wow yeah i should probably work on these things because you're not responsible for anyone else's emotions you're not responsible for someone's feelings you know everyone is responsible for their own uh thoughts actions words behaviors all of it like that's every person's responsibility to themselves you no one else you're not responsible for anybody else's bs basically um let's see we also talked about oh geez a lot of, so many things honestly um basically i i have an issue with people pleasing which goes into the care uh caretaker codependent so, but I've known that forever, and I have to work on it. I have an issue with perfectionism, which increases rates of depression and anxiety, which I also have. So, had to, you know, confront those and work on those a little bit. Um, we talked about... Darn, what else? So many things. Oh, negativity. So, um, basically, she gave me a challenge on not being negative for 14 days and we're on day eight right now so it's been rough it, it's hard um when you especially if you're around people that complain a lot or if you're in just like a high stress environment 24 7 it's it's a lot so she told me she's like you know you're complaining you're talking shit whatever you know those are kind of interchangeable she's like that comes from your negative thoughts when you have a negative thought you know catch it before you say anything. And think to yourself, can I do anything about this? Yes or no. If you can, do something about it. If you can't, let it go. And she said, next, think, how does this affect me or does it even affect me at all? If it affects you, address the problem, find a solution. If it doesn't, let it go. If there's nothing you can do about it or if it doesn't affect you, there's no reason for you to complain about it or stress about it because there's nothing you can do. You know what I mean? So, definitely very insightful I did really good for about six days and then uh the end of day yeah the end of day six I was like you know um just slight comments here and there to my fiance on you know oh that's interesting but you know and she's like yeah Raylan those are definitely that's you complaining and I was like but I didn't say anything other than that's interesting or I find it interesting how and she's like yeah but you had a different intentions because you had a negative thought behind it and I was like, ow, oh. okay, you 're right, <laughs> um, I have a lot of those, oh darn i didn 't realize that or oh yeah, you 're right, jeez, and really kicked myself in the ass for those because a lot of times, when we think that we 're doing our best to function in this world as far as like communicating our emotions and everything we're actually being a little dramatic or we're trying to control things or we're overthinking things like things that we have no control over you know so whenever I express those to my therapist she's like yeah you are definitely overthinking or you are definitely um, worrying about things that you can't do shit about so why 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 does it matter to you and I'm like well I guess it doesn't but it still bothers me that I don't have full control learned I was a control freak so that's cool Um, and I don't like being vulnerable. Learned that too. But, again, all things that are, like, other people experience them. It's not just me. I know that other people experience all these things. Um, I had a talk with her yesterday about how I do a lot of, like, transference. So, basically, if I see a reoccurring pattern in someone else, I'll apply it to someone who's never had that pattern and get anxious over, oh, well, they might do this. They might do that because this other person did that. She's like, they're not the same person with the same experiences in life. Why do you think that they would have the same behaviors? And, like, you got me there. I'm not sure. I I don't know. I just, I'm overthinking. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, we talk about a lot of things, especially, like, family life and... uh, basically just trying to look at things big picture and she's like you know family's is always going to be there and whether it be your family or your in-laws so whatever problems may arise whatever might be happening drama whatever she's like you have to be able to know how to cope with things you have to be able to know how to set boundaries oh boundaries that's a big thing we love boundaries um i'll come i'll circle back to that later but like basically you have to figure out how to cope with that and how to set the boundaries that need to be set for your mental health physical health whatever um otherwise you're going to get walked all over you are going to have horrible mental health she's like that's not worth it so love the fact that someone can validate the fact that I want to set boundaries and all those things because a lot of times I feel like I'm being a negative person, or I'm being mean or harsh. If I do set those boundaries, and that's not the case, because I do know what's best for myself. So, gut instincts probably right in the first place. You know, always trust yourself. Um, but yeah, boundaries. She, you know, we talked about that, and she was saying how um, doing things on your own time—that's a healthy boundary. Like, don't feel like someone else's emergency is not your emergency. So. If they can't go out of their way to do something and they wouldn't do it for you, then you do things on your own time. Like, that's not that's not a bad thing. You know, you're setting a healthy boundary. Um, same thing with, like, parenting skills and... Um, the amount of time you're willing to spend around someone. Um, And even with the complaining thing, I told him, like, it's really hard for me to not complain because people around me complain and talk shit all the time. What do I do? And she said that when someone is complaining, don't chime in. And if they can't respect that, like, that you're not participating, that's a boundary. You don't want to do that, so that's a boundary. She's like, then they're not respecting your boundaries and they don't respect you. So... There's that. Um, There's also the fact of, like, if someone keeps pulling you into their drama and you don't want to be a part of it, put your hand out and say, no, I'm good, thanks, I'm not willing to participate in this. Like, I don't want to talk shit on somebody. I don't want to complain about what someone's going through. Like, that's not my problem. It doesn't affect me. I can't change anything about that. So put up a boundary and tell them no. Um, Another thing was, and it's kind of... I'm kind of back and forth with this. When your friends, like, vent to you about things, um, I think it's okay to chime in whenever they are venting to you and, like, validate them as far as, like, your feelings are valid. You know, don't feel like you are going crazy or this and that. You know, just, like, reassuring your friends is one thing. But then, like, condoning bad behavior is another. And I don't really agree with the condoning the bad behavior part or talking shit on other people part. But, um, yeah, she... I, you know, a lot of my friends vent to me about things and, which is fine. That's what friends do, you know? And I'm a person that people come to for advice a lot of the times. Um, my friends and I, we're all pretty open with each other about things. So it works out, but she's like, you know, if you have friends that are constantly coming to you and trauma dumping on you, that's kind of like emotionally taxing. And like, she's like, that's a lot for you to deal with, you know, spiritually to, deal with all the all this bad energy all the time trauma dumping or people just constantly complaining she's like that's not healthy for you and you will you know be drained and exhausted after the fact which i have been it's i've noticed it um and i can only give so much advice i'm not a therapist you know i can share with people what's helped me but she's like honestly Raylan, if you want to tell them you know hey i understand that your feelings are valid but this is probably something you should talk to a therapist about She's like, what else they're going to say? Like, you know, they're going to put negative stigma on it and that's about it. And you can say, well, I go to therapy and it's helped me a lot. Like, they they can't say much, you know, in retaliation to that. So, I thought that was pretty interesting because I'm sure there's people out there who also have the same issue of people trauma dumping on them all the time. And people who constantly come to them for advice and don't listen or, like, you don't know what to say. You know, you're just like, well... I personally would do this, but that's, you know, we're not the same person, so it just kind of depends. I think also that, you know, it it's very situational based when it comes to the whole venting and advice giving and everything, um, you know, but it is what it is. It's very, it's a very touchy subject because you care so much about your friends and you don't want them to get upset with you or anything. Um, we also talked about, you know, not caring about what other people think of us. I have that issue a lot. I've always cared what other people think of me. Um, I don't know if it's because of, like, my family and, like, everyone knows my family. So I have to be on my best behavior so that I don't disgrace the family name or anything like that. But, basically, you know, if you do what makes you happy and you are your true self and someone else doesn't like it, then good riddance, you know, like, that's not their problem if they can't change, they can't change you, and they can't, you know, what you're doing or wearing doesn't affect them, so good riddance, if you can't respect me and love me for my true self, then why are you here, which I thought was really, really interesting because I have struggled with that for years, so it was nice to be able to have someone actually, you know, word that out for me to where I could understand it. All right. We're coming up. We just passed, like, 16 minutes on this. Wow. Um, I'm gonna... The last thing I'm gonna talk about is a personal thing for me, but I hope it helps. Um, so whenever you have, like, a partner with a sensitive subject, uh, whether it be, like, their family or, like, some people are sensitive about their job or that kind of stuff or past experiences, um my therapist kind of talked me through how I should discuss that with with my partner without getting you know my fiance without getting him getting defensive you know or me getting kind of on edge you know you basically explain to them hey use the I statements not the you statements people like I feel this way um I feel like I have to do this um can like can you explain to me how you would do x y and z And basically, or how have you dealt with X, Y, and Z in the past? Because I'm going to probably have to deal with that here soon. So can you tell me how I should take care of it? And mine's a very like situation specific. Um, I always had a hard time standing up for myself. So I've, I've done a lot better lately. I've put up boundaries. I've made time for myself. But when it comes to family and, you know, his family if that ever needs to be the case, because, you know, I, I really hope it doesn't, but just in case, I don't want to be stuck in the spot to where I'm just, like, bawling my eyes out, because I don't know what to do, and I'm freaking out internally, so, basically, um, you know, hey, if you were in this situation, how would you deal with this, um, so, like, I've had family drama before, everybody has family drama, it's family, you know, you're, you're stuck with them, and then, you just you figure it out you don't talk to him. that's kind of how that works right so um an example hey which this has not happened I'm going to preface this with this has not happened it probably will never happen but it's just an example hey my dad got mad at me for x y and z how would you handle this situation you know like how would you talk to him how would you explain you know how you're feeling like you know or even as like a guy standpoint because we're talking about my you know my dad for this example um like how would you do that so then you ask your partner that then you kind of further understand their mind and you understand what they're going through what their thought process is and then you're also understanding how they would deal with it now if it was his family and i'm like hey so-and-so and i got in a little tiff about this how should i handle it or what should I do, you know, then it's same concept, and with their family, it's even better, because you understand how they would handle their family, so you can handle it the same way, and no one's going to feel any type of way about it, unless probably, unless they get their feelings hurt, but if you're not in the wrong, and someone gets their feelings hurt, that's not your problem, you're not responsible for, for their emotions, um, that's just, that's my opinion, take that as you will, I mean, I know it sounds harsh, but, if, you aren't, if you're trying to be respectful, and I, like all of this, be re- as respectful as possible when in confrontation. Because if someone still gets their feelings hurt after um, you are respectful as possible, they are probably guilty. And that's why their feelings are hurt is because they feel guilt. Um, or they know that they're on the wrong, so they get mad or whatever. I'm like, you're not responsible for any of that because you're trying to do everything, you know, the best way possible. If they take it the wrong way, that's on them. And if they don't want to communicate that they took it the wrong way, then you can't do anything if you can't read their mind. So, there's that. Just little tidbits of examples from things that I've experienced in the past. Um, But, yeah, and therapy, guys, has helped so much with everything. Um, Helping me, like, change my perspective and outlook on life. Um, It's helping me to really work through my anxiety and my depression and just kind of understand it a little bit better, um, it's, yeah, it's helped with a lot of things, and it helped me realize that I, you know, have things that I have to work through, but that's okay, everybody does, you know, there ain't, there's not one person on this earth who has no um, trauma or hasn't felt anxiety, you know, um, except, you know, babies, but that's different. Um, and they even so, if we could actually see what their thoughts were, we could probably see anxiety and, you know, if they would feel emotions too. So, everyone has emotions. They're normal. Feel them. Work through them. You are not weak if you go to therapy. You are not weak if you feel your emotions. You, in my opinion, are much stronger for sitting there and actually confronting something compared to just avoiding it and bottling it up, you know, because that has consequences later on which affect other people. So, do what's best for you always, and just, if you want to do therapy, think about it. Um, If you aren't ready for that step yet, maybe start journaling your feelings every time you feel sad. Like, figure out what the trigger was, you know, and work through it. Describe it. Um, If you don't do that, listen to some podcasts. They've got some great podcasts out there that are pretty awesome. Uh, they really help you work through everything just do what is best for you always do what's best for your mental and physical health emotional health all of it you know do what's best for you on all those points and then never feel like your feelings aren't valid because they are and it's okay to not be okay sometimes and you know we've all been through it, you know, everyone's been through something, so there's someone out there who relates to you, and even if I can't relate to you, I'm sure there's somebody else out in this world who can relate to an experience that you've been through, so I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day, and yeah, that's that's the podcast, so have a great one, bye! (laughs)